To Adventures in New America, where every other week we bring you new tales from the tragic American after. This week, the seventh episode of Techy Terrorist Vampire Zombies in Trouble, which we have titled The Disappointment Act, will be coming to you in stereo right after these words from our sponsors. Over the previous weeks, we've come to know and love the characters in our favorite podcast, Adventures in New America. But how does anyone know you love Ina if you aren't buying stuff? That's a good question. Now stop thinking about that. For your pleasure, we introduce Public Domain Classics by the cast and crew of Adventures in New America. Like Simon Carr. In the winter, in the summer, and we got fun. Time's a bummer, getting bummer, still we got fun. 20 classic public domain songs just for you. Here's one sung by our very own Mr. Deeds. I pack up all my cares that woe, here I go, singing low. Bye bye, Blackbird. Listen to expert renditions of songs your grandparents knew and loved by characters like the Adventures in New America announcer. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen and down the mountainside Songs like Motherless Child, Sweet Rosie O'Grady, That's Why They Call Me Shine, and The Yellow Rose of Texas. You may talk about your Clementine and sing of Rosalie, but the Yellow Rose of Texas is the only girl for me. Adventures in New America Public Domain Classics. Only $30 on the website for a digital download or $12.95 for one cassette or two eight-tracks. Dear gentle audience, we have an unusual situation this week, as our entire cast is still recovering from a particularly bad batch of falafel at our annual Christmas party. Being consummate professionals, they still each individually attempted to be here for the show, but alas, alack, they are flat on their back. And so we have started calling around for a disappointment act. After making our way through several lists, we found two performers who are not only available, but in reasonable health. Their names are Morton Stapley and Joshua Trey. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our disappointment act. Hello! It is such a privilege being here to perform for you tonight. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Morton Stapley, and together with my partner Joshua Trey, we work as professional ringers for major theatrical productions when this or that act can't make a show. Isn't that right, Joshua? Joshua? Joshua! Hey, hey, Morton, I'm here. I'm Joshua Trey. They know who you are, Joshua. Where were you? Backstage. You're supposed to be on stage with me. 
See, that's how it works. People come here for a show, we give it to them, and then everyone goes home and gets high enough to forget about all the terrible things they've done. You're lucky I'm here at all. Oh, how so? I could be at your house giving it to your old lady instead. Anything you give to my old lady, I wouldn't want it back. We've got hours of material just like this. We are perfectly able to fill your every sinus for a reasonable fee. That's right. The one thing we can't do is act. So we aren't going to continue with your usual story, this uh, urban vampire zombie thing. Instead, tonight, we will give you a compact lesson in new America. New America. Love it or loathe it, you can never leave it or lose it. For example, that's a line from legendary comedian Gore Vidal. He was hysterical. He sure was. He even died funny. But there's so much more to cover. So let's get to it, shall we? We shout. Oh, won't. Many of today's big stars, like Burt Lahr and George Burns, cut their teeth on the old stages of vaudeville. It's a 19th century tradition that is referred back to endlessly, both intentionally and on accident. It is at the core of American entertainment. Like a lot of everything, it was also mostly white folks. <laughs> That's for sure. Black entertainers were mostly relegated to the chitlin circuit, a series of theaters across the country where they could safely perform and travel without worrying about unwarranted physical harm or criminal arrest. Like vaudeville, the circuit featured sketch comedy, musical acts, beautiful women, and handsome men. Vaudeville died in 1932, but the Chitlin Circuit lives on today. Because New America still needs it. Today we have a classic sketch to perform that we call The Fortune Teller. If you know it, y'all feel free to join in. And if it makes you uncomfortable, good. Announcer, can you read this line? Uh, okay. After weeks of steady unemployment, Morton has finally found a job. Now, you sure you know how to read these cards? Read them, play them, cut them, and cheat them. Learn from my own man. All you need to do here is read them. Now, I have to go to jury duty, but I'll be back within the hour. If anyone comes in that you can't deal with, ask them to wait in this meditation room. Isn't that the closet? Yeah, but for the rubes, call it the meditation room. Got it? Good. I'm gonna go. I'm late. Will do. Yes, sir, boss. Don't worry about a thing. I predict success. Doggone, I got me a job in this tarot card reading place. I can tell people's fortune and make me a fortune. Hot diggity dog. I hear a customer now. How you do? Can I do you for some? Mm -hmm. Yes, how do you do? This here the tarot card reading place? Would it look like gorgeous? The DMV? I don't need no lip now. You can read my cards. Go on and read now. Yeah, you're in the right place. I can throw your tarot. How much is your cards? How much is my cards? Two and a half per card. Two and a half? Got anything for 20 cents down? No, you're in the wrong place to talk of that much. This is the tarot card spot. We don't fool around. Don't blow a fuse, Daddy. Here's your money. I want information on my sister. Information, huh? About your sister? Yeah, I believe my sister's trying to steal my man. Your sister trying to steal your man? Sound like wax on, wax off to me. Never mind that. Can you help me? I want to win in this here life. I want to hit all sixes. Oh, yes, we can take care of that. How would you like to hear all about your future? Yeah! Obtain real clues to manifest your destiny. Okay! 
defy the laws of science and manipulate your profits. Correct! Peel back the veil of your fate so your success in all things is guaranteed? Hoop to do! That's it! Well, we ain't doing nothing like that in here. And that's another thing. If I could do all that, I'd be making whoopies somewhere. I wouldn't be working this flea bag, I'm telling you that. Look at here! Well, 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 you trying to jive me? No, this ain't no jive. You cut these cards, I throw these cards, and tell you what they say. Rest is up to you. Well, let me tell you about my sister, why she's worrying me. Now you're on the trial. At least we're getting somewhere. Let me say my sister is my sister. I know her all my life, and I love her. Uh-huh. Me and my sister like pickles in a pan. That's pretty close. She like family to me. She, she is family. family. There's one problem, though. What's that? My sister ugly. You say your sister ugly? That ain't a nice thing to say. Ain't no lie. I say this is an honest citizen. My sister, ugly and melancholy. Body like a melon, face like a collie. Just yesterday, she went to the hairdresser. She was in there for hours, paid him 500 bucks. That was just for the estimate. Hey, Lord. They put a mud mask on her face, and she looked gorgeous. Then, the mud fell off. Now, I bet you kept talking. Listen here, mister. I pay my taxes, and I expect you to throw my cards. And if you get it wrong, I'm gonna cut you. Cut me? Lord Jesus, I think we need to give you the deluxe treatment. That's right. Now I know my sister's trying to steal my man. I want you to pull me a card that will explain how to fight back. How to fight? Well, first thing before we pull cards, get you calmed down and ready for messages from the cosmic ether. Calm me down? Why we need that? You all jump in well. The cards need tranquility. So I'm going to put you here in my meditation room and get you to breathe in and out and in and out and etc. And then when you come, we bring you out here and pull some cards. How'd that sound? Go in this closet and breathe in and out and in and out? Are you crazy? How long do you expect me to be in there? I'll tell you when. Just go on. No! Whew. Never thought I'd see the day. Sister calling sister of you. Ain't that a pip? Every time I try to get myself straightened out, some mess come up from wherever place, but doggone it, I'm gonna be all right. Now, who's this coming through here? Now, this is a raggedy looking woman, arm and arm with some post sucker. Howdy do, howdy do. Well, well, where did you two come from? Good morning, sir. My new husband and I thought this would be a perfect way to start our honeymoon. Coming to the reader to get our tarot. Start your honeymoon with the tarot? Well, it's the way I started my last three honeymoons. Three honeymoons? Well, you come to the right place then. I'm going to take care of you. It's two and a half per card. You got that money? Yes? Now, what do you want my cards to tell you? Yeah, you see, Mr. Cardteller, we here because we worry. You worry? About what? About my sister. Your sister? What's she gonna do? She a beautiful woman, but she got an ugly soul. All she cares about is surfaces, while I prefer to focus on what's underneath. For that, she always jealous of me. While I came back from the hairdressers, and she told me I look like a collie. Seems like everybody be talking about collies today. I ought to buy me some stock. She don't know. Montgomery and I are married now. She gonna think I stole her man, and she don't get us fighting. But I don't want to fight, and I didn't steal her man. Lord, he loves me more than he ever did her. And we fetched up together fair and square. You best believe that. Hey, 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 guy, hey, guy, don't mess around like that in here. This ain't no bridal suite. I'm a tarot card reader. Fair and square, huh? You took your sister's hubbin and called that fair and square? Statistically, some relationships work and others don't. We didn't ever attack anybody. 
I actually paid my sister some beautiful compliments over the years and gave her good advice. But it's not about what you say, it's about what people hear. Statistically? You understand statistics? I said so, didn't I? Statistic, just that. They got three kind of lies. Lies, statistics, and I love you forever. Now listen here. This is my wife and we on our honeymoon. Hey man, four time a charm. I don't judge no man. What kind of Taylor Road region is this? You ain't even throw no card yet. I don't need to throw no card. I just solved your problem. The past is just the stories we tell each other. The future's our imagination. What you two need is to set a spell in my meditation room. Meditation room? It's our deluxe street. That sounds nice, darling. Never been in no meditation room before. It is nice, relaxing. Now come on over here while I open the door. Statistically speaking, you're gonna have a good time. Loretta? Henrietta? Montgomery? Why you got my sister in the closet? Why you got my husband on your arm? Why are y'all all standing around not relaxed? Everybody get in the meditation closet. Okay, lay off the suit. You all get in there and start to meditate until the future becomes clear. How pretty that I should leave now? Tell the boss I said bye. We'll be back in a moment with more Adventures in New America on the Night Vale Presents Network after these words from our sponsors. You asked for it, we listened, and now you've got it. It's the Adventures in New America Road Tour. Say I love New America. New America. New America. Yes, it's all the characters from one man's tragic quest to treat his cancerous tumor live in person. Oh my God, sit down. You're embarrassing me. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I've got the googlies just thinking about it. Starring, in person, I.A. Olivier, Simon Carr, Gertrude Gupliski, Serena Day, Mr. Deeds, and of course, Octave Bruder. Bring out the stillborn cow. One night only at the VFW on Union Street, downtown, across from the 24-hour Sunoco. See you there, or here you don't. That's no way to say goodbye. Hey everybody, this is J-Dog. Mr. Deeds has the flu, so on the phone with me today, direct from the Ambrosia Diner, is Miss Florence. What? Miss Florence, this is J-Dog, and me and my listeners are wishing Mr. Deeds a speedy recovery. I guess. What's for lunch today, Miss Florence? Same thing as last Friday. And that would be? Um, field peas, roast turkey or duck, broccoli, that cake, it's good. And don't forget the raffle. Yeah, that's right. There's a raffle. Many tickets left to sell. Where can I get all this and more? At the Ambrosia Diner. Call and get delivery. It's better. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Alexis P. Suter. Yeah, something I gotta get off my chest. But you know, I'm gonna make it nice and easy for you. It goes a little something like, can't say goodbye. 
who can say goodbye don't have the strength the strength to try maybe in another in another place in time place in time I can't seem to get you off my mind Oh, I can't get you off my mind But uh, maybe in another Maybe in another place and time Oh, oh, oh another place and time Oh Lord, another place in time. Oh Lord, uh, maybe in another, another place in time. Yes, thank you so much. Hello, and welcome to Act Two of tonight's episode of Adventures in New America, titled The Disappointment Act. Because our usual roster of characters are out sick, we have hired the Disappointment Act of Stapley and Trey. We find them now backstage, where they are fortifying themselves for their next appearance. Let's listen in. I know it's your favorite show, and Daddy will watch it with you next time he's home. I know. I love you too, sweetie. Put mommy on the phone. Joshua. Hold on. Hey, honey. Josh. Can't you see I'm on the phone? What? No, not you. Morton's got a hair up his ass about something. Can we talk about this when I get home? Can, we, can I bum a square? I'm out of cigarettes. What? No, it's Morton again. Look, this is what the game is. We're a disappointment act. I can't plan for another group to be sick or stuck in a blizzard. The work happens when it happens. I know. I love you too, okay? Bye. Come on. I can't go to the store right now. There's no one to send. Huh? Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm out of cigarettes. But you got that other pack. The spare. The one you always carry around. This pack? That I never opened? Yeah, man, unwrap it. Let's take in the smoky goodness. You know, Morton, we go through a lot of these death sticks. If we have to. We drink, we smoke weed. The only thing larger than my appetite for cocaine is your need for heroin. I'm on speedballs now, baby. On advice of my doctor. The greatest drug I've ever known is production. What, you mean work? Hell you say? It is incomparable. Work gets you high. It can give you withdrawal. Some people know when they've had enough and some let it kill them. Like Ed. I know we've had our ups and downs more, but I hope I die here with you. Not tonight. I hope I die in the saddle on stage. Just some glorious job where I'm smoking production and snorting production. I got 12 IV drips just shooting production into my veins. Closing in Davenport after a morning in Schaumburg and making it overnight to open in Seattle. Job to job to job with no time to think about it ever. No offense, Joshua, but I hope I do not die with you. Janie doesn't like the idea neither. <laughs> you gonna open those cigarettes? Yeah. Okay, let's smoke them. I hope they're not dry. 
Yes, Jesus. Okay, I'll listen to whatever you want to say. When I was eight, my great-grandmother died. My mom's mom's mom. They came from a small town with a population of about 500. One road, one church, one store. I think we played there. This was before the internet and cell phones and universal cable TV. And when somebody died, you had to stay with the body the whole time until it was put in the ground. Like sitting shit, but for Catholics. This took three days, and round the clock, at least two family members have to be with the body. Meanwhile, the whole town comes and goes, bringing food and jokes and tears. The burial was Monday. Sunday morning, Father Columbo, that's the priest. They had one priest, and he was from Sicily. Father Columbo storms into Sunday morning mass, screaming, They're sleeping in the funeral home! They're sleeping in the funeral home! But in French, of course. Everybody's French. Yeah, I remember. I didn't understand a lot of it at the time, but nothing could happen on Sunday because that's the Sabbath, so it added a day. And everyone was just really tired. He came in at four in the morning and caused a big scene in front of the casket. And with people who were dealing with the tragedy, not just employees who were supposed to stay awake all night in case Satan tried to enter the corpse. <coughs> Two questions. One, what's Satan want with a corpse? Try to get the soul out of it or reanimate it. I never took it seriously, so I didn't think to ask. Fair. Two, how old was your mom's mom's mom? 93. But that's still a tragedy. I know it's supposed to be more tragic when a child dies, but when someone that old dies with all the things they know and have experienced, sometimes it just seems more of a shame to lose an old person, if only because they know what they're losing. A kid doesn't know. Kids think they could be eaten any moment by monsters. They'd never know the difference. Damn. And you got a daughter, too. Losing my daughter would be the greatest tragedy. But, you know, just my daughter. Here's the rule. You die under 40, your death was a tragedy. You die over 40, your life was a tragedy. Nothing to argue, just how it is. Was your mom's mom's mom in full command of her faculties? No, she was not doing well at the end. She lost her legs and was delirious. Sometimes death is a blessing. Ugh. What? Nothing. Okay, so Father Colombo. <laughs> Grandma was so mad. Again, I didn't know that. All I remember is the tape. It was a small town, and there was no chorus or anything like that, and the advances of our modern age had barely started to infiltrate. You know those old tape recorders, flat, <laughs> Big push buttons, <laughs> handle that slides out. Yeah, it took 57D batteries. <laughs> yeah. So we're in church, and we get to the part where they're going to wheel my mom's cask out to put in the hearse, and there's no choir. So the priest presses play on this cassette recorder, and there's a big clunk sound when he pushes it in. I still remember that clunk. Then hiss for a few seconds, and then the music starts. It's Roy Rogers singing Happy Trails to You. Ha! <laughs> I thought the whole thing was tacky. Just a poor production, you know? Although now that I'm older, I realize these were people. Some of them were born in the 1800s. For them, electricity was added to their house. They bought their parents radios and their children televisions. They buried their great-grandparents when movies didn't have sound. Roy Rogers was a part of their present now buried in the past. Maybe playing that tape was a sophistication from a world I touched but never saw. 
I don't know. Sounds corny as fuck. Sure. Well, nobody else even remembered that happening later on. The headline for everyone was Father Columbo causing a scene at the funeral home. Mind if I help myself to another square? No. Thanks. Gotta say, if you do die on me, I ain't sitting around watching your course for three days. They don't even let you anymore. When Dad died... Stapley and Trey, five minutes. Thank you. Five. You know how we weren't expecting that at all. Dad would have been the most surprised. He had nothing set up. No funeral home, no plot, no wishes, no requests, nothing. On top of Dad dying, we had to figure all this stuff out. Me and Mom went to set up the viewing and service and everything, and I asked if we were going that route, and the funeral home lady shut me down. Absolutely not, she said. And she said it like maybe I wanted to stay there overnight and fiddle with the corpse. There's a lot of that going on, corpse fiddling. That funeral home in Georgia that was supposed to be cremating people, but instead they buried them all in a mass grave. Well, I'm not likely to do that with my dad's body. They got rules, though. But so much has changed. When my mom died, it would have been unthinkable for the family to abandon the body. Do it today, and people treat you like you're a monster. Maybe if you're planning funerals every year for 30 years, you don't notice the shift. But step outside of that, and you're a monster. You might be taking that too seriously. Yeah. What's this really about? Right before he died, Dad came to visit. I remember. We didn't have any work, so I was home anyway. He got to see his grandkids. We watched a baseball game. It was a good visit. You should have seen him with Janie. That's a blessing. It really cheeses me off when people say that. Sorry. No. It is a blessing, I know. Anyway, he brought me ten packs of my brand of cigarettes, even though he doesn't smoke. He never smoked. Nine days later, he died. Hmm. You paying back for the smokes? Yeah. Why? What's that got to do? Just seems a shame. What are you going to do with the money in the grave? Jesus, man. I'm sharing with you. I'm smoking these cigarettes with you. Have a little empathy. I am having empathy. I'm putting myself in your shoes, and it would piss me off if I had to pay all that money for cigarettes, and then he dies. Like when you got a fish and it's got a littler fish or a crab inside it, undigested. That fish gonna die anyway. What do you need to kill the crab for? I was too upset about my father being dead to worry about money. Fuck. I worry about money all the time. They ought to make dying dads into a medicine so I can drink that and not worry about money for five minutes. At any rate, that's why I never opened this pack of cigarettes. Oh, wait. You telling me this pack we just opened? That's right. I thought it was dry. Don't worry about it. It was time. It's actually a relief to finally smoke it. I'm not worried about that. I mean, I feel bad about your dad and all, but we might be smoking beetles. Beetles? Tobacco beetles. Everybody knows cigarettes are full of beetle eggs. Wait too long and they all hatch out. I've never heard of that. One minute. Thank you. One. Let's go. For your edification, we bring back tonight's disappointment act, Messieurs Stapley and Trey. I tell you, Joshua, that was somber. The girl wasn't bad neither. 
See, now he thought I meant bird like. But the time for jokes is over. We'd like to thank all of you here for having us. We'd like to thank whoever we are replacing for getting sick. And whoever poisoned them to make them sick. But most of all, we would like to thank you. Without you, we would be home with our families, dealing with our lives. And ain't nobody want to do that. If you did, why would you be here? Good night, Birmingham. Friends, we've reached the end of this week's Adventures in New America. Will our cast have their health restored? Or is this our life now, living on the road from town to town, sleeping in dank motels night after night? Adventures in New America was written and created by Tristan Cohen and Stephen Winter. This week's episode starred Oren Farmer, Joseph Limus, and the New America Players, featuring Reginald L. Barnes, Ure Egbuho, Julian Fleischer, Paige Gilbert, Roland Lane, Chris Sarley, Neil Shuttler, David Schweitzer, T.L. Thompson, Tony Torn, and Brian Webster. The music you heard in this episode was created by Wayne Barker, Erskine Hawkins, Mark Malik, and Caged Animals. Our special musical guest was Miss Alexis P. Souter, courtesy of Hip Bone Records. Our sound designer and audio engineer was Vincent Cascione. Marketing provided by Adam Cecil. Associate producer, Ashlyn Hatch. Christy Gressman, executive producer. This episode of Adventures in New America is dedicated to the memory of Louis Cowan. His presence made this show possible, but his absence makes it necessary. We'll be back after this word from our sponsors. You are listening to the Night Vale Presents Network. In our next episode of Adventures in New America, we discover what Simon was up to while I.A. and Gertrude were getting acquainted and learn a little bit more about the mysterious Mr. Deeds. Don't forget to tune in your radio casting to Adventures in New America in two weeks' time. Adventures in New America is a People's Exploitation Army Limited production.